And to replace Frank, I've chosen a seasoned professional and Frank's right-hand man here at the White House, Lieutenant General Colin Powell. General Powell has had a distinguished career in the field and at the highest levels of our government. Together with Frank, he helped design and direct the overhaul of the NSC staff. With him taking the helm, the NSC won't even break stride and the team will remain intact. Colin, congratulations. That was President Ronald Reagan, November 5th, 1987. President Reagan announced that Colin Powell would replace Frank Carlucci as National Security Advisor. Frank Carlucci was moving to the Pentagon, replacing Caspar Weinberger as Secretary of Defense. That day at the White House was Colin Powell's first appearance on C-SPAN. Colin Powell died October 18, 2021, from complications from COVID. His career included Secretary of State, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and, as you heard, National Security Advisor. But it was one thing that he didn't do, run for president. That's the focus of this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly, after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Let's rewind to the mid-90s. America's successes in the Persian Gulf War were still fresh. Colin Powell became a national figure from his leadership roles during the Desert Shield and Desert Storm operations in Iraq in 1990 and 1991. And out of that military victory came this question over and over. Is Colin Powell running for president? Here's an example from September 18, 1995, a Colin Powell press conference in front of a bookstore in Northern Virginia. He was kicking off the promotional tour for his book, My American Journey. In this clip, you'll hear first the unmistakable voice of Sam Donaldson of ABC News. And then you'll hear Sam Donaldson again. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pleasure to see you all this morning here at the Super Crown in McLean. I don't usually get this reception when I visit the Super Crown during the week. But I'm very, very pleased to be here to start my uh, book tour. And I'm very, very pleased to see so many of my neighbors out here. Uh, now that there has been a bit of uh, reporting about my book, I'm anxious to see what happens when the American people actually read this story. And so I'm looking forward to an exciting day here today. I'm looking forward to a great four-week tour. And I thank you for coming out this morning to uh, say hello to the coverage. I'll take a question. General, is this this really the start of a book tour or the start of a presidential campaign? Today it's the beginning of a book tour, Mr. Donaldson. And and, tomorrow? uh, And tomorrow we'll continue to promote the book. But at the same time, uh, we'll be traveling around the country uh, meeting many Americans and answering any questions they may wish to put to me. General, General, what would it take for you to run for president? And how many times do you think you're going to get asked that question in the next month? I suspect I'll be asked it... uh, 
quite a number of times. At the end of the day, it's a decision that I will have to make with my family, not on the basis of how many times I've been asked the question or what other people wish for me to do, but what I think is right for me, right for the country, and right for my family. But a lot of people wonder whether this is just really all about selling a book and making money, or whether you've got something else in mind. Uh, first of all, it does have to do with the promotion of a book. I mean, that's what I've been doing for the last two years, getting ready for this. This was an important commitment in my life to complete these memoirs and to put them out. But at the same time, I do have a deep concern about the country. I, I have some ideas about the country. I'll be sharing those ideas. And then I will find uh, out after the book tour uh, what the best way uh, is for me to serve the country in some capacity. The alternatives available to me are not just run for office or not run for office. I do want to serve the nation in some capacity, and I've got to finish this phase of my life before I can decide what to do with the next phase of my life. The speculation about Colin Powell running for president was intense, but short-lived. Less than two months later, he held another press conference. On November 8, 1995, at a hotel in Alexandria, Virginia, Colin Powell made it official. He would not run for president in 1996. For the past few weeks, I have been consulting with friends and advisors. I have spent long hours talking with my wife and children, the most important people in my life, about the impact an entry into political life, political life would have on us. It would require sacrifices and changes in our lives that would be difficult for us to make at this time. The welfare of my family had to be uppermost in my mind. Ultimately, however, I had to look deep into my own soul, standing aside from the expectations and enthusiasms of others. Because I believe I have a bond of trust with the American people. And to offer myself as a candidate for president requires a commitment and a passion to run the race and to succeed in the quest. The kind of passion and the kind of commitment that I felt every day of my 35 years as a soldier. A passion and commitment that despite my every effort, I do not yet have for political life. Because such a life requires a calling that I do not yet hear. And for me to pretend otherwise would not be honest to myself, it would would not be honest to the American people, and I would break that bond of trust. And therefore, I, I cannot go forward. I will not be a candidate for president or for any other elective office in 1996. Even after that declaration, the questions didn't stop. Two months later, January 8th, 1996, here's Colin Powell on C-SPAN's book notes. What happens, and I know you don't like this scenario, stuff, but what happens if the nominee of the Republican Party says, I want you to be the vice president? I will stand on what I said at the press conference uh, last month. I, I am not interested in uh, a political... Uh, opportunity in 1996, and I'll stand on that. But nice try, Brian. (laughs) Should I try again? No. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. But Colin Powell remained close to the presidential campaign process. 
He spoke to the 1996 Republican National Convention. The Republican presidential nominee that year, another former soldier, Senator Bob Dole. Here's Colin Powell from his primetime speech to the Republican Convention on August 12, 1996. So yes, we Republicans, we Republicans have leaders and principles that are worthy of our aspirations. Let us take our case to our fellow citizens with respect for their intelligence and fair-mindedness. Let us debate our differences with the Democrats strongly, but with the civility and absence of acrimony that the American people long for in our political debate. But in 2008, Colin Powell endorsed a Democrat for president, Barack Obama. And Colin Powell endorsed Barack Obama again in 2012. And on August 18, 2020, Colin Powell addressed the Democratic National Convention. He spoke on behalf of the Democratic presidential nominee, Joe Biden. What a difference it will make to have a president who unites us, who restores our strength and our soul. I still believe that in our hearts, we are the same America that brought my parents to our shores, an America that inspires freedom around the world. That's the America Joe Biden will lead as our next president. Thank you very much. What if Colin Powell had run for president? Would he have been successful? Of course, we can only speculate. But here's some fun evidence that he understood retail politics. As a teenager, Colin Powell learned to speak Yiddish while working in a Jewish-owned store in New York. He wasn't shy about mentioning that when he spoke to the pro-Israel lobby organization, the American Israel Public Affairs Committee, APAC. Here are two back-to-back Colin Powell clips from speeches to APAC. One from March 23, 1991, the second almost exactly 10 years later, March 19, 2001. If you don't know Yiddish, you'll hear Colin Powell use these two words, shmata, which means an old ragged piece of clothing, and bissel, which is Yiddish for a little. Let me put to rest this rumor as to whether or not I speak Yiddish. <laughs> I really do not speak Yiddish. Eh, maybe a bissel, who knows? It's a great pleasure to be back here to speak to APAC. Amazing that it has been 10 years. And it is especially charming to be introduced as the son of an immigrant to the United States who entered the Schmata business. I haven't heard that in a long time. There are many people here who don't know what that means, but I do. Because... For those of you who were here 10 years ago, you remember that there was a lot of speculation at that time that I was absolutely fluent in Yiddish. I did nothing to dispel the speculation. And when I was walking off stage to confirm it, I said, well, yes, I do understand abyssal. And I've got a good report. That's it for today's episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. A reminder that you can do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library for Colin Powell, for other military leaders in the political process, and even for politicians who drop a few words in Yiddish. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. Thanks for listening, and happy searching.